We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Talking Halos. It's Derek C. Paul, my co-host, Jared Timms, Nate Green, and some writer guy, James Tarota guy. Well, uh, he's, you that's, know, that's, that's hard. That's all that's the intro I need. With all my six followers on Twitter, that, <laughs> we bring, that, that's... We bring that's on our, all first, our first writer in God knows how long. This is how we're, we're introducing him. James, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, that's You've weird. had writers I mean, on before? I mean, this is how... <laughs> I mean, ask Brock Davis how things go when he decides to show up for a podcast. It's just, right. you know, <laughs> if you, you got to be around for a while, you know, and, and quite and honestly, when I'm away... I, I fully expect Jared and Nate to destroy me when I come back, but they never do. I don't know why, but they never do. So enough about that. We got a lot to talk about because holy crap, the last 48 hours, before we do, here's a word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. 
Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. All right, so here's the news. The Angels are keeping Shohei Otani. That's the first thing. And then minutes... Minutes after those reports come out last night, July 26th, the word leaks that the Angels are trading for Lucas Giolito, who will now start for them tomorrow night in Toronto. They're not trading Shohei. They made the decision to go for it, which universally almost, I believe, was something that we didn't want them to do. But it's done now. What's done is done. So where do we go from here? I I gotta go. I have to go to Nate, Jared. I would normally go to you first, but I can feel the power coming from <laughs> Nate here. All right, so oh. Nate, where do you where, where do we go here? You, you got to keep going. Like that, you can't just make one move. Ronaldo Lopez is not enough in the bullpen. You got to go get another guy. Um, and we can't play the game of, well, if so-and-so comes back, this team could be better. If this guy could, no, no, no. Like, you've got to put pedal to the metal and just go get another another offensive piece, a guy who can play, um, guy who probably could play second base, first base in that area, um, guy who might be able to play the outfield. Like, this team needs more help offensively. They are not consistent enough. They need more help in the bullpen. Ronaldo Lopez is not the answer back there. Uh, Estevez is throwing the ball well in the right spots. Um, yeah, Bachman, hopefully he comes back. Joyce, hopefully he comes back, but we don't know. Like, we can't play the game of, well, if they come back, then this team's going to be really good. If you play that game, it's going to be August 28th, and you're going to be eight games out of a wild card spot, and it's going to be like, wow, we really messed this thing up. So if you're going to go all in, go all in. Get rid of everyone that you possibly can and bring in whatever you possibly can because this is – this is your one shot. James, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, your thoughts, sir? I mean, first, it's the most excited I've been as an Angel fan in a while. I mean, it was so exciting that I had to text my grandfather, who was on a cruise in Norway or something right now, and had to bother him in the middle of the night to tell him. Uh yeah, I mean, it's a massive trade, and I mean, I think whether or not they should have traded Otani or whether or not they should have gone all in, I'm just glad that they have a direction. Because, like, we're so used to them just, like, kind of like, oh, maybe we're going to buy, maybe we're not, or, like, but it's, it's just so nice to be able to say, okay, you know what, we're trying for it this year. Our goal is playoffs, win the World Series. They probably won't do either of those things, but at least they're trying. So the lack of faith. I find your lack of faith disturbing, Jared. Lack of lack of faith is interesting here for me because I've kind of been rejuvenated with a little bit of faith. Um, if, like Nate said, if you're going to do it, you need to do it, right? You, you got you, you can't stop here. You got to you got to keep going. You have 
arguably the best duo of all time when Trout comes back and gets healthy uh, to play the game, arguably the best duo. And you have a good one, two now. Detmers has looked better. He's been a little inconsistent of late, but he's looked better. Sandoval's been inconsistent, but looks better. I think Giolito takes a lot of stress off that, off that rotation now as well. You don't have to rely on, you don't have to rely on Patrick Sandoval to be that number two guy, you know, the guy behind Shohei pitching, you can kind of takes the stress off him. Same thing with Reed Detmers. You know, if you continue to get what you got, what you get from Tyler Anderson, you're going to compete in games because the angels are scoring when he's pitching for some reason. Um, But I had to be again, slightly talked into this, this trade a little bit. You're giving up two good two. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'm going to say good pieces. You gave two solid pieces, um, arguably a top 100 prospect for some, um, not for others. I think Caro's a backup catcher at, at the very, the very best. Um, and Kai Bush is a number four starter. You gave up at two very, pieces. At the very best. At the very best. You, you, you think that he's probably a number four starter, which the Angels already have that, right? The, the Angels have some catching. They just have some catching depth. And they have a plethora of number four starters. They've had a plethora of number four starters for a while. And you go and you get a guy that you can slide in right behind Lucas Giolito, or not behind Giolito, but right behind Shohei Otani, Lucas Giolito. Um, you also got a SoCal guy too, which is always which is always fun. And you get the ability to to extend him. It's always fun to get a show, SoCal guy. Don't well, we? like I'm saying, SoCal ish ish guy. I mean, he's LA. What 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 is yeah, it? That's I'm, what I'm saying. Like Santa ish. Monica. I think he's Santa Monica, isn't he? Yeah. So Harvard Westlake. Yeah, LA. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this, and there's, I sat down and I thought this through, and because I mean, I'll say it now, and I, I wanted them to trade Shohei, not because I wanted them to trade Shohei, and that I mean, I love the guy. I mean, he was crazy. he's in the watch, but I was convinced he's walking. I'm not so convinced anymore, and I'm not saying look, I'm not one. Of, I'm going to come down hard on some of the Facebook folks right now because it's like. I don't know how I say this. Years ago when the Rams were, were getting ready to leave St. Louis, and you guys know I cover the Rams, uh, I was I was yeah, I wrote this article for Yahoo that just ticked everybody off. And in that article, I basically said they need, they should go back to LA. And I before that I was an Elvis sort of St. Louis supporter. And these people flipped their lids right and left and they made this argument about, well, hey, you know, he's a you know, Stan Kroenke's a Missouri guy, this, this, and this. And I'm seeing these same kind of arguments about Shohei. Well, he's an Angels guy and Japanese culture, they're loyal and and so on and so forth. And and you know what? Maybe he is. Maybe that's why he already made this made the call. I'm not trading. No, I'm not, I'm not liking what we're getting here. Maybe. He's going with the luxury tax the first time in eons. I don't know if you guys noticed that, for, you know. So I'm looking at this and going, maybe at, at this point, I think they're making the commitment to go for Shohei, which nobody here really thought they should be doing. But if things change, if they decide they're going to go, they're going to go luxury tax. All of our arguments in the past have been based off the fact that they weren't going to go luxury tax. Well, what if they are? That changes everything. This is what we when we t- well, no, think about this. Nate, think back to preseason. We were starting to talk about new ownership. And one of the things that we were excited about new ownership was, hey, uh, they'll go with the luxury tax. A new owner we think would go would jump in there and, and take that next step. Well, 
I know I sound incredibly naive, and maybe I am being naive. Maybe they're making that call because if they're going to stay competitive beyond this year, <laughs> they're going to have to. Am I wrong? If, if you're keep if you're keeping Otani, you have to. But if if you're going to do things without Shohei Otani, you don't have to. Um, Shohei Otani is going to be making sixty million dollars, most likely fifty five. Um, most likely. And here's my biggest concern long term, and I know this has nothing to do with the trade, but biggest concern long term. You're signing him eight plus years, most likely ten. How many? How many years can he do both? My guess is three. He's coming up on 30. Now you have seven years of a dude who can only DH. Maybe he'll play a position. He hasn't really shown a willingness to play a position. Maybe. But all it takes is one TJ, and that dude is not playing a position because he's already had one. So that's my biggest concern. Like, yes, the Angels have to go over the luxury tax and all those things, but if you're signing him, you've got to be committed to building around this dude with young talent that, you can't have a Mike Trout and an Anthony Rendon because those guys need off days. They're they're going to need the DH. They're going to need things like that. So that's my biggest concern with this. But hey, if you're going to go all in, I'm I'm fine with it as long as like uh, like James said, you you got to have a direction. They have the direction now. Just go all in and, and don't play the game of like, hey, this is we'll do just enough. Like that has always been the way that they've worked. Is let's just do enough. Like no no no. You you can't play the yeah. just enough. You you've got to go pedal to the metal, go all in, and see if this team really has what it takes. If it does, great. You know, then then there are some. You never know what happens in the postseason. You get lucky, it, uh, a ball hits a base, a, a pebble or something, and now all of a sudden you're in a World Series game. But if this team's not it, then then you're just done, right? Like you you tear yeah. the thing down and it, and you got to restart. And I do think if this doesn't work out. There's no way Shohei's coming back. If they miss the playoffs, Shohei's gone. Like, and I know you want to play the loyal game and things like that, but he wants to win and he wants money. Those are the two things he cares about. If he's going to not win, he's not coming back. And if you're not going to give him the same amount of money the Dodgers are or the Mets are, you're not getting him either. So those are the two things he's going to care about. And winning is number one, I believe. And then obviously the money um, just allows him to to know how valuable people think he is. So, yeah, it it is a big deal, and it, it's going to be interesting, but they're not done. They are not done. I think you got to go get um, two more pieces, at least one more really good pen arm to, to help strengthen this back end because right now it's Estevez and Matt Moore has been good, but it'd be nice to get one more guy, and now you have Bachman and Joyce and, and those other guys, and a little bit less of a, um, a little bit less of stress, stressful roles. And by the way, as we're in the middle of this, I have to mention: finally, it happened. We don't have to talk about Tucker Davidson anymore. Thank you. I was gonna go there. I was gonna be like, we're I, if we had like emojis on, you're gonna. Like, that that I, was I my first was thought. A unicorn just flying <laughs> yeah. across the screen. Yeah, yeah. See, unfortunately, my my Tucker Davidson is Luis Renjifo. Personally, I don't know why he's still on this roster. Mm. I I just I he drives me nuts. I mean, as much as I love his power when he does hit home runs, it's it's always nice. But just like this is defense, and every time he makes a throw to first base from third, I always have a small heart attack. Um, I'm not sure what to do about that because uh, he made the error last. Uh, was it 
when we almost blew the game to the Tigers, but but didn't end up blowing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, he he almost started the cascade that caused the landslide. So yeah, that's sorry. That was my Luis Renifo rant. But yes, Tucker Davidson's gone. <laughs> it was Derek. You might as well jump in yeah. at this point, man. I mean. It doesn't the and I'm gonna regret saying this for a long, long time. The farm system doesn't matter at this point. You have one guy at this point who you, is not tradable. Uh, well, two if you consider Logan O'Hoppy still that guy. Uh, but prospect wise, you have one guy right now, and that's Nelson Rada. That in, unless you are getting Shohei Otani back. You're probably not giving up Nelson Rada, in my opinion, to go and try to win. I think Nelson Rada has a chance to be very, 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 very good. And that's coming from one of the, you know, top guys with the Angels farm system. Um, everybody else, you can go trade. And I, it, I, it kills me to say that. And you have to kind of tip the cap to Perry that they've, that he's kind of put himself in this situation. Yeah, you know, he's all the way up to 29. Yeah, the farm system has gotten just good enough that you're able to go to go try to win. I know the farm system isn't good. I, I'm going to be honest there with no. you. Like, it, it's yeah. not good. But you've gotten it just good enough that you can go make make some trades and go get better. I would have wished it would have been these last two years that they could have gotten really good. Um, but at least, you know, you have a glimmer of hope of possibly making, and Fangraph says the Angels have a – uh, 1.3% chance of winning the world series and a 21% chance of making the playoffs. And they have to, they have to jump over everybody in the AL East, almost everybody, not the rate not, not the O's, but almost everybody in the AL East to make the playoffs. And as a wild card spot, you don't have to jump over the Yankees. You only have to tie. That's fine. You don't have to jump over the Yankees. What they say. Or the Red Sox, right? Cause we, we have the season uh, yeah. series against the Red yeah. Sox. Don't we? Yeah. Regardless, you still have to. Toronto still sitting there. Toronto series is critical. You still have to go and you still have to go and you have to go be a above 500 team over these next 10 series. These next 10 series are not easy. So that's why you need to go all in. And and if I need to go ahead and, you know, pull up these next 10 series, it's not fun. And I'll get them here for you in a second if you want. Toronto, it's Toronto, Atlanta, Seattle, San Francisco, Houston. Texas, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, New York, Philadelphia, New York Mets, and every but honestly, those... only two of those teams scare me. What I mean, they they can compete with all of them. Listen, I'm not. Oh my gosh, don't take what I'm saying out of context. Ah. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm saying the only, there's only two of those series on walking and going. You might get swept. We're... Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that Atlanta, Atlanta on our pitching. Okay. And then there's, you know, obviously Houston and Texas give us problems, but Tampa Bay doesn't scare you. Not right now. They don't. Oh, they can't hit for crap scary. right now. That, Tampa, Bay will, out, mess right Tampa now. Bay will outscout now, us. Tampa if Tampa Bay, if Tampa Bay comes around, then yes, they scare you. But right now, they, this, and Tampa's not, Tampa's been playing like crap for a, over a month, dude. This is not like they suddenly so went in the cold something the last week. They've been horrible for a month. So who knows? This Over is, a month. This is very, this is very, and I, I want the Angels to win so bad, but this is very Angels-like, right? Like, we're excited that they swept the Yankees. The Yankees came to town with uh, with their AAA team. Didn't have Judge. You didn't see Garrett Cole. You saw uh, Carlos Rodon on, a, uh, um, on his rehab assignment, basically. They didn't come with their best team, and the Angels swept him. Fantastic. Before that, the Angels lost 
three of four to Houston, or did they lose two of three to Houston? Embarrassingly, they lost three. Two of three to Houston. Embarrassingly, they lost two of three. Embarrassingly, by the way, as well, they did not play mentally good. They they are mentally incapable of playing good teams. Then you go and 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 you play the Tigers. Shohei Otani pitched fantastic. They go and sweep the Tigers. That is absolutely fantastic. What they what they just did. But it's the Detroit Tigers. They are not a playoff team. They went and they took two of three from Pittsburgh. Not a playoff team. Now you have an extremely hard part of your schedule right now. Extremely hard. So this is why you need to go all in because you need to go actually be able to compete with these teams. You can't say that you're going to go compete with these teams. You need to go compete with these teams, especially if you're going to try to keep Shohei Otani, which that's a completely different podcast, and I'm going to give completely different opinions on that. You need to be able to go compete with these teams, and you have to mentally play strong because they have not beaten good teams this year. A lot of their wins have come against very bad teams, and they've gotten very lucky too. And not to take what Nate says because, Nate, I love you and everything, you know, but negative Nate comes out a lot when when it comes to this stuff. They have not – they have not – Face very good pitching. Like I said, they've gotten really lucky. They faced the Yankees, and they didn't have to face Garrett Cole. They didn't have to face Nestor Cortez. You had Carlos Rondon coming off of a uh, off of his injury. They didn't face anybody good. Aaron Judge is hurt. You go and you face you go and you face Houston. You face good pitching. You can't do it. Here's the counter argument to that. Okay, all right. You're talking about injuries. You're talking about the Yankees and so on and so forth. No team has had more people on the IL than we have this year. The Angels have. Okay, yeah. so you know when we're, when we're hammering the fact they've only beaten the bad teams. Well, at least you beat the bad teams. One and two, when you've had it, you, they we've never even seen how this how good this team can be this year with the players they had, let alone they didn't have. The reasons why I think they decided to make this call was is Monkey Moniacs playing the playing out of his mind. Taylor Ward's bats come alive. Renhefo's bats come alive. James. I know you're salty yes. right now. I know. Let's I'm, be real. He's hitting well. Okay. That's true. So you, That's true. You know, sad you got, that, that is hitting well, but sure. But, I mean, and we could sell the Tigers, sure, but they did this in Detroit, which is a total, complete pitcher's ballpark. That's true. It's hard to hit there against anybody. Okay. So, I mean, they're coming alive at the right time. Those are the positives. Now, I got to be negative Nate here, too, and say, for real, it's not the bullpen that's scaring me. It's the starting pitching. You got one guy who can dominate. Maybe Lucas, if it goes back to his 2019 form, that's where I think they got to go. We're talking about bullpen help. Sure. Yeah. Uh, footer help. Maybe. Sure. But what I'm really concerned about is you need starting pitching in September. Who's for sale? Nate? Yeah, here's the problem with that. We have so much invested in our starting pitching that we can't go get more starting pitching. So, and I know that doesn't make any sense, but like Tyler Anderson, there's so much invested in Tyler Anderson. He's not leaving this rotation. The way the the thing's going to work out where September and, and August, like Silseth is probably going to make three starts in August and September, like three to five starts. They're going to try and make sure Shohei Otani pitches as much as possible. Like, he's not going to be waiting off days if possible. So, still said he's going to be in that Jaime Berea, like, swing role. You already you just acquired Lucas Giolito. You spent first-round uh, pick on Reed Detmers. And you, what are you going to do? You're going to send Patrick Sandoval to the bullpen? Like, you, you can't. So, you, there's just too much invested in this starting rotation where there's not as much invested in the bullpen. Uh, Jacob Webb is a... 
uh, non-roster invite. You have Chris Davinsky, who's a non-roster invite. You have uh, Matt Moore, who's on a one-year deal. You have Estevez on a two-year deal. So, like, they can get rid of guys in the bullpen, and you've got a bunch of young guys, too, who you can move down, like Hergate and, and uh, you know, so forth, whoever you want to go. I mean, there's a million guys you can move down from that bullpen. So that's my only issue with trying to go get another starter, is there's a chance that to get another starter, you're going to have to give up a Silseth or a Sandoval, and you're probably only getting a rental. And that is really, really scary way of doing things. That is how you end up like the Phillies did or the Tigers are right now, where it takes you 10 years to rebuild this thing because you're giving up five, six years of a dude for two months of a guy when you're not even guaranteed to make the playoffs. Like just because you're trading for a guy doesn't mean you're in the playoffs. Can I counter and say the Angels have been rebuilding for ten years now too? They they have. That's fair. <laughs> that is a hundred percent fair. But right. do you really want to be sitting in another twenty, like another ten years of this? Of like, oh well, we had Mike Trout. Oh well, we had Anthony Rendon. Oh well, we had Shohei Otani. Like, no, and Shohei Otani's not going to want to play for that either. So, um, I mean, you go win a world, you, you, got, you go win a, you go make it to the playoffs. You just go make it to the yes, playoffs this year, and you, you, don't, you don't hear you about it, it to anymore, the playoffs. Right? Yes, you got to go make it to playoffs right. first. I mean, and, I think and plus, like, I like Jared said that the farm system is absolute garbage. Like there, there's not a lot of of yeah. You said it. I didn't um, say garbage. I said it's bad. Okay, when you're the 30th oh, rated farm 30, system in Major League Baseball, it's like, I, don't, I don't think it's fair at all, dude. I was going to say it's the 31st. I was going to say it's the 31st best farm system in baseball. And there's well, 30 I'm going to come in defense yeah. on this. I, I think Baltimore is rated first and 30th. You could take out like half of theirs and put it back in, and it's still better than what it's, the Angels are running out. I, there. I have some thoughts on that, but James, go first. I've been waiting. Yeah, to talk I about. mean, yeah, the I don't know. Yeah, I think I agree with with Nate. The it is kind of starting, but personally, I. I mean, I don't know. A lot of what you guys have been saying, especially the last couple of podcasts, is is like how mentally weak they are. I, I I don't know if that's actually the case. Like, I don't. To me, it's like the way they've been playing. Like when they're hot, it seems like they actually do are there mentally. And, and for me, it's really been the management that I think is tank. Well, I mean, I can't really say it's tank the season yet, but that is preventing us from becoming something. And so becoming like what we actually could be because a lot of it i just go back to the to bullpen moves it's the same reason why i actually kind of liked trying to get rid of madden last year to see if we could get someone in there who could manage a bullpen but i I just worry that with whoever we get at the trade deadline if we misuse them then what's the point like we've then we're gonna set ourselves back set ourselves back even more so like i guess my big question going forward is can they be good enough to where Phil Nevin can put anyone basically in at any given time and have them not fail? And that, that's probably too much to ask. And yeah, that's. And on top of that, yeah, the farm system stuff concerns me too. But, but like Jared said, I mean, you're moving from the 29th place farm system to the 30th. So, I mean, at this point, if anybody will take your prospects for for help <laughs> That's this the year, That's yeah, the at some point, if anyone will take your prospects, which apparently the White Sox would, which makes me think that someone else probably would, maybe not for like a big arm or something, but if you can get a deal, I think you just have to do it because you're not going to have really that many options. And the competition, and I mean, other thing is I, I'm fine with giving up Carroll and, and Bush for 
for, for this package. I think that's fine. I think Carroll was somewhat expendable, and I think he had enough value to where he was the guy you would offer to kind of overcome what other what other teams were offering, so to like put yourself ahead, if that makes sense. Like if the Dodgers were asking for, or if the White Sox were asking for, I don't know, the Dodgers, like maybe like 10 and 11 prospects or something, the Angels went, okay, we'll give you Carroll, and the White Sox were like, great. And so, and I think that's probably why they gave up so much is they just wanted to make sure that they did not get outbid for that package. Um, but yeah, even even then, it's like it is yeah, is anyone a going to take our prospects and and b can they can the management at least figure out how to put together a competitive team on the field? without squandering the talent they have, which they've done for most of the season, and, and which is why we're not in a wild card spot or we're not in the greatest position in the division. So, yeah, it's that thing is, like, will anyone take our prospects and be can management pull it together? Okay, I can't believe I'm actually defending management on this one All right, because oh, I, I don't – like, Tom, no, the reason why they're not – they're out of the wild card now is because half the team's been injured half the year. Okay, we're talking uh, – where was – uh, answer me, Nate, Jared, one of you two answer me this. What, what was the team ranked farm-wise on opening day? 29. Not now. Because post-draft, 29. when you've pulled out, look at this way. Ranking or not, this team isn't even in contention without that farm system this year. They've had to draw over and over and over and over and over again from AA and AAA. If and I go back, I, you've heard me talk about before, go back four years when they had to do the same darn thing in 2019 and the entire season collapsed on, by July 3rd, by the time Tyler passed away. It was done. It was over. It's not over now. Back then, you had guys you were bringing up who just didn't do it at all. At least you guys, you got guys who were either minor league invites, who were whoever, Joe Blow, Schmo who have contributed from Lord knows where. So we can talk about being in 29th, but whatever it did has done the job to at least keep them in That's position. True. And another thing I want to mention about this, okay, Lucas Cialito is 29 years old. He's from the area. There's a, there's a decent chance they resign him. Three, it's it's hard for me to, to, to look at all this, having been so, and I still am, was very pro-trade Chohei, and think, this team is not an old team. They're actually fairly young. And they actually, by going all in and spending money here, have time to rebuild behind them without killing themselves. The only problem is, is they've never done it before. The last time they did that, we had seven years of hell. So there's, there's to me, there's, I don't, I don't think we're giving the, the farces the credit it deserves. And two, you know, is young. The team is young enough to where they can recover from going in. I'll just say that they'll have enough of a roster next year to move forward. Yeah, and with the management, oh, yeah, and, and with the whole management thing, it's like, I, yeah, I totally agree. Like the way they've suffered with injuries, it's like if the Dodgers were without Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, and James Altman for like a month. That's like their entire offense right now, pretty much. Right? Am I missing anybody? I can't remember, but. And I get that, but it's I'm talking mostly with like the games that like you you know that they should have won even when they were healthy. 
there there was that one against the Royals earlier and uh, earlier in the year. I'm, every Johnny, every team has those games, man. Every team I mean, has those games. Every this is major league baseball. Crap happens all the time. It, it's it, true. it always happens. Yeah. I haven't heard from from Jared in a while. Yeah, Jared, we're running yeah. out of time. Getting on closing thoughts, yeah. Jared. You defend the farm system a little bit more. You've brought up your contributors. You know, you brought up your right. Neto. You brought up uh, your Moniac was technically still a prospect. I mean, Trey Cabbage is up right now and and contributing to the team. Stefanik is a prospect. Levon Soto is you know what it is. Colton Ingram was a pro is a prospect. Technically, Vic Maderas has been up and down. Uh, I mean, just to continue going. Chase Silset technically isn't a pros- prospect anymore. Jose Soriano isn't a prospect anymore. Ben Joyce. Sam Bachman, I mean, the guys who you want to contribute, you've brought up, you know, and the guys that you have, in a sense, wanted to trade away, you've traded them away. They've traded away four prospects, too, and they've probably graduated another yeah. four or five prospects. So, yes, I mean, to to defend the farm system, yeah, that's probably not fair, but everybody's also doing this, right? Like, mm-hmm. everybody's calling prospects up. Um, it's just the pure amount of prospects that you're able to develop, like, the angels develop i mean they've they developed kai bush enough to go get a a a p a um a a starting pitcher you know and and edgar caro enough to go get a starting pitcher yeah you you've been given that opportunity to to go do that so farm system wise yes you know like you you've done it but all teams do it still as well so i mean when was the last time we talked about them being a top and not even i mean even with shohei otani we didn't talk about them being a top 20 farm system right like Shohei Otani was a the number one prospect in baseball at one point, and that the Angels weren't a top twenty um, farm system. So, regardless, rankings are what they are. I mean, every, it differs for everybody. What I want the Angels to trade for to trade, you know, prospect wise, it's going to be different everywhere else. So, that's my final thought on this side of stuff. Nate, this group's got to go all in. Uh, there's there's no more playing half in half out. We can't play that game anymore. It's it's put up or shut up time. If you really want to be a playoff team, put your money where your mouth is. Win games in August. Win those series that you say we can compete in. Because if not, then it's over. All right, James, bring out time. Yeah, I mean they're doing it, and I am with them. Like I might have sounded negative for most of this podcast, but I am happy that they're going all in. So. What they, they need to do, they need to put the chip on their shoulder because there's even a small victory in the fact that they didn't trade Otani, no matter what our concerns are, in that they defied the expectations of every national media and talking head outside of Angels fandom for the most part. And to me, that at least should they, – they've, they've got to play with that chip on their shoulder. And if they do that, that's going to give them enough – that's going to help give them momentum because it's not just about – managing on the field or calling up the right guys. It's the guys on the field, if they want it really bad and if they can get that whole clubhouse to want it really bad, then that's going to go a long way. And they've just got to do that. So play hard and just go and leave everything on the field. All right. By the way, just want to note this as we close out. Uh, Entering this season, the Atlanta Braves had the worst farm system in baseball at 30, according to MLB's rankings. Uh, Houston Astros at 27. I mean, those are that's the cup they were in. I'm not, you can use the same argument you just used, yeah. though. I mean, I can't. That, My that point Spencer is, Strider guy is pretty, 
good and he was a prospect like last year. Pretty so, good. But, I mean, but, but, but you can use We're, the same we're making these arguments. We're making all these arguments on prospects. The question is, are they working for you? And ranked 30th or 1st, who the Angels had in their system this year, have worked for them. And that's my point. That's my point. Okay. We got one minute. So for all the guys here, for Jared, follow me on Jared for Tim's. James, I don't know your handle, dude. Real quick, go, 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 go. Handle is at uh, JT Katsu Halos on Twitter. You can find me in all the posts that Jared tags whenever I post an article. <laughs> okay. And at Nane Green 34, follow me at DC Apollot. We're out of here. I'm sure we'll be back again for our trade. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.